Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. Man, you just looked at me that time. It's like, man, he's not even going to say it. And with me as always, you just looked at me. No, I told you. I like to keep it fresh. I like to change <laughs> it up, see what, you, see what you do. I will tell you this. If you're wondering how I'm feeling today, guys, I am feeling so good because you, you guys know if you've been listening to our podcast, you know I'm on this journey. Our, our VP of finance resigned. So, you know, as the leader of the business, I've kind of gotten in there and it's given me a chance to really just dig into the, I say, peel back the onion of our business. And yeah. a lot of times when you're leading a business, you you don't you don't get to get involved in the nuts and bolts as much as you used to. And it's just amazing when you get back into the nuts and bolts of your business, how here I am on a podcast teaching people how to run a bit, lack of a better word, teaching people <laughs> how to run a business, how to market, how to sale. And, I, or, and I'm looking at my own business going, man, there's so much waste. There's so many areas we can improve. And I just wanted to share that with the audience because even us, like right now, we're about 40 million. You know, you guys know our dreams to be a hundred million dollar company, a company that lasts a hundred years. Yeah. Even now at our business, there's so many areas of opportunity. There's so many failures. There's so many, we're wasting so much money on marketing campaigns that aren't working for us. We're wasting so much money on our sales training that we're not doing efficiently. Like every business has areas they can improve. So well, it let gets that you be into encouraging the details to of you. the metrics that we're yes. coaching everyone to look at when you start looking at things like client lifetime value, cost per acquisition cost per lead, these things that are key indicators to your success and your profitability. Um, so it's forcing you to see We, that we literally so were if talking you're not, about that today, you yeah, and I. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not looking at that, this is absolutely, we have a great um, actual KPI tracker on our website uh, that if you go to ReminderMedia.com, you'll find it there. But um, it'll actually allow you to start plugging in some of those KPIs that are driving your business, driving your success. And then you can start comparing that to what you're actually bringing in from those. Um, so today on the podcast, though, we have an amazing guest. His name is Ricky Carruth. Ricky is the number one REMAX agent in Alabama. He's going to blow your mind, guys. Trust me. Number one agent in Alabama and still found time to write two books, I believe, in the same year. Right, Ricky? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Zero yep. to Diamond, Become a Millionaire Dollar Real Estate Agent, and List to Last, How to Survive Every Real Estate Market Crash. Ricky has inspired thousands of real estate agents around the world with his first of its kind, completely free real estate coaching program, all the while continuing to sell real estate in his own local market of Orange Beach, Alabama. He has built his business by the mantra of relationships over transactions, which we're definitely going to dive into that with him today. Ricky Carruth, welcome to the podcast. What's up, guys? I couldn't have said any of that better myself, man. That was beautiful. Good job. Dude, I love your energy. And guys, I'm super excited to have Ricky on the podcast. I was just telling him before we came on, I said, you know, I first found him through a Facebook ad. Um, I think he just showed up on my feed because obviously I'm liking real estate agent stuff all yeah. the time. And that's where my world is a lot of the time. And so I saw him and I saw his ad. And what I told him that really struck a chord with me was his whole philosophy on it's about relationships. And and then I started to understand that he's offering like free coaching. So he's a free, he's doing real estate coaching for free. And as I got to know him through his Instagram, because guys, if you're not posting on Instagram about your life, you should be, mm -hmm. because I literally feel like I've gotten to know, I've never talked to Ricky before, but I feel like I've gotten to know him by watching his stories, watching his posts. And that's just the power of social media in your business. But I know you guys are in for a real treat because here's someone that's not only coaching people how to do it, 
but he has an advantage over even someone like myself or Josh. He's doing it every year. He's selling <laughs> over 100 transactions every year in real estate. So listen up, get focused because you guys are going to get some gold today. Ricky, thank you so much for being on. I always ask every person that comes on, if you could kind of give us the Cliff Notes version of your life, if you could introduce yourself to our audience, let them know your journey. Like, how did you get into real estate? What led you to up to today? Why have you become a free coach now for real estate agents? So give us a little Cliff Notes version of why you're here. Well, that's... um it's a loaded question, actually. Um, it has been quite a journey, but the journey is really, for me, in my mind's just beginning, to tell you the truth. Um, the, the best is absolutely yet to come, but up to this point, uh, yeah, I grew up roofing houses with my dad. I uh, That's where I learned how to work so hard. I just love working. Uh, got in real estate when I was 20. So mm-hmm. I'm all about hard work and advancing. You know, every, every move is to advance to a better, a, a new level, a higher level. You know, how can I do more? How can I produce more? How can I adapt? And so when I, when I turned 20 and got my license, um, it took me eight months to make my first sale. We didn't have Zillow. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have dialing systems. We didn't have any of the things that new agents have nowadays. New agents have no earthly idea how good they have it. <laughs> um, they they don't understand what it used to be, so they're not taking advantage of what it is. Mm. And what it is is an incredible time and opportunity to, to really be alive because you can just you can you the, the the communication is so abundant. You can just you can really flourish the market with your message, whatever it may be. If you want to be the best real estate agent and you want to put a message out there that you really care about people and you really work hard for your clients, you're dependent on professional. It's easy to spread that message for very cheaply through the entire market. If you want to be a free real estate coach, it doesn't take that much money. Probably a little more than just doing your local market, but you you can spread that message pretty widespread. Um, it's it's a very interesting time. Um, you know, to get into that, what's even more interesting is the fact that I feel like I'm what you call an ex-lennial, where I'm in the middle of millennial, which I'm actually officially a millennial. I'm like the oldest millennial alive. How old are you, Ricky? Do you mind me asking? How, how old are you? I'm about to turn 38. About to turn 38. Okay, wow. Okay. We're yeah. in the same boat. We're the lost generation. I think they call us yeah, the Star yeah. Wars generation. Star Wars kids. <laughs> but I'll tell you, dude, like come to the dark side. We are <laughs> where it's at because we understand the, the technology side of the things, whereas the older generation other than us does not necessarily understand it as well as we do. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we understand the old school way of doing things. Like I built my entire business on phone calls. It's and great I point. still do it to this day. And they're actually the the most relevant thing out there. I mean, it doesn't matter. When you get a lead, you have to call that lead. You know, as soon as you get the lead online, then what do you got to do? You got to call them. That's a golden nugget, ladies and gentlemen. That's a golden nugget right there. I mean, so, so here, here's my, here's my, you know, it, real estate is so simple, right? Here's the problem in today's real estate world. Everybody, okay, here you are. Okay, you're 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 point A and you're trying to get to point B, which is a relationship, a closing, a transaction, whatever the case may be. The quickest way from point A to point B is just to talk to B. A talks to B right now. Yep. Mm. Right? What everybody's doing is is they're is they're going to 
you know, all the they're, they're prolonging the process with not wanting to have that conversation. So they're putting all the stuff in between the conversation, right? They're they're paying for social media ads, they're paying for Zillow, they're doing this, they're doing open houses, they're doing all these things other than just calling the person. Right. And then what happens in the end? They're they're spending all this time and money to cushion from point A to point B. <laughs> but what happens right. in the end? They, they, to still to do, they still got to do. They still got to talk to. They're good. Uh, right. They were kindred so, spirits. So, yeah. You got to You got to pick up the phone. You got to talk so, to so, people. Yeah. And so instead of just trying to figure out ways to prolong the inevitable. Right. Let's just go ahead and just talk to them right now. OK. So um, anyway, long story short, I became a millionaire by 23. The market blew up. Prices doubled in three years. Um, you know, I was you know, I was a millionaire at 23. So, yeah. I lived a pretty crazy life at that time. Um, you know, I was like drinking and partying and buying, you know, Hummers and Cadillacs. And <laughs> I uh, bought a bunch of property, borrowed a bunch of money, and that ended up crushing me because mm-hmm. when it crashed, I lost everything. And so I went back to roofing houses and I went back and I worked on an oil rig for a year. Wow. And I lived on friends' couches. I slept in my car a couple nights drunk. I, uh, uh, went through this this down period financially, but on the flip side, I was just as happy as ever. I mean, I was just as happy as I was on our rooftop houses as a teenager, as I was selling real estate, became a millionaire. It, you know, I'm going to wake up and work all day. Mm. You know, that that's my life, and it's still my life. It'll always be my life. It doesn't matter what I got. What makes me happy is the the prog the daily progress. It doesn't mm. matter if something out of my hands takes me back a notch. I can't help that. I'm just going to build from wherever I am at that time. So here I was risking my life on an oil rig, you know, for a thousand dollars a week. You know, a guy died like a rig or two over. People got seriously injured. And I'm like, mm. what am I doing here? You know, but um, it was just something I was meant to do. So I read a hundred books during that time. It's about a two year period. I read a hundred books. I studied the market. I watched agents who made it, ones who had to get out of the business. And what I realized, man, through all that, and the turning point for me was that I looked back at my the first half of my career, and I said, you know, everything was focused around the money, the closings, the deal, the transaction, getting that listing, getting them to sign the line, and I lost sight of helping people mm-hmm. and creating these relationships. And I thought, wait a minute, that, you know, and then I was looking up on MLS and seeing where some of my clients I sold properties to we're still doing deals years later during the crash, buying new properties and selling the ones that they overpaid for and all this stuff. And I was like, man, if I would have just created that relationship and that bond with that person, then I would have been the one doing all those deals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that so was good. an eye opener to me. Now, yeah, yeah. so good, man. There's a st- statistic out there, and I'm probably misquoting the numbers a little bit, but I believe it's between 10 and 12 percent. Uh, remember their agent's name the next time they go to do a transaction. And it's like yeah. in the high 80 percentile say they'll use their agent again and only like yeah. 10 to 12 percent even remember their agent's name when they mm-hmm. go to buy their next home. And I mean, it's, yeah. it's alarming. So, I mean, you're yeah. spot on. It's a pain point in the whole industry. Mm-hmm. Well, what I realized, the, the bigger picture, right, that was a small piece. The bigger picture was that what I realized in the market in general was that closings continue to happen every day. Like when the market crashed, 
closing still happening every day. Maybe it's 10% of the same Someone's amount. Telling. Maybe it's 20. Maybe it's 5%. It doesn't matter what it is. There's still closings happening every day, and you can't handle them all. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't handle them all. So you can stay at your maximum capacity forever because you can never handle everything going on at any given time, even in the worst of markets. You can't handle every single every single deal, every single property owner, every single person that needs help buying or selling a property. You can't handle them all ever at once. Never going to happen. So that gives you a weight lifted off your shoulders that you don't have to worry about a market crashing. You don't have to worry about if you have job security. You don't have to worry about if you're going to, if there's enough deals out there for you. You don't have to worry about if another agent is dominating a subdivision and you can't get in there. You don't have to worry about any of that because business is unlimited. Closings happen every day and competition does not exist. Period. Period. And this is a mindset. This is a mindset that you got to adopt if you really want to be in the upper, upper echelon of, of any sales, any sales. This is any sales. This isn't just real estate. This is insurance agents. This is car salesmen. This is anything. It's unlimited. You can't do it all. It's all predicated on how much you, A, can handle mentally, and B, how hard you're going to work. Everybody has a different size cup, hmm. right? Your cup represents how much you personally can handle at once, and everybody has a different size. Yeah. You handle more or less than me. You handle more or less than me. I might have a pretty big cup. Mine's like a 55-gallon drum or even like a, <laughs> it's like a, it's like an entire cargo ship, you know. But the thing is, everybody's is different. And what you each person needs to do is overwhelm themselves with business so that they can find that breaking point of how much they can handle at once. And then, then they know how much they can really handle. Yeah. And then they can make adjustments to try to maintain the perfect amount of business at all times to reach maximum potential. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How did you get that mindset? I'm just curious, like on your journey, you know, obviously you went from being super successful to broke to now you've built it again. But how did you get this mindset of there's, you know, there's no competition? I've heard that from somebody else. Actually, I heard it from Grant Cardone, the same type of idea of um, he, one of the things that held him back in his life is he viewed everybody as competition. And now he right. views them as like partners. He views them as a way to excel his business. But how did you, how did you get there? By, by realizing that it's true. Like by being in the business for 17 years, losing it all, coming back, you know, working through it, like in the grind, like in the trenches, you know, trying to make it happen, struggling for every little deal. And I still live that way. Like, I don't, I can't tell you how many I've closed this year. I don't keep up with it. Mm. Um, last year I did 112, the year before 129. And like at the end of the year, I'll say, oh, I see the number and then boom, I know. But until then, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where I'm going because I'm just focused on where's that next deal coming from. Mm. Like this week, like this week, for example, I put three under contract. And I'm working on another one and I've gotten like five listings and Jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm like struggling in my mind. I'm like, so like hurting right now. Like I need a deal. Like I need <laughs> a deal. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm dying. I'm literally dying. Like today I went to a listing appointment and landed it and the listing agreement is sitting on my, uh, truck, uh, dashboard. Yeah. And I'm looking and I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, you said PG thirteen, but I'm I'm thinking, 
I'm thinking that don't mean nothing. I'm like yeah. that that what like where's my next one coming? I need another one today, you know. Dude, and it's not I about, love that energy. I love that energy. It's not about like the listing I got today. Well, it's about the relationship that I created to get that listing because my clients call me and say, "Hey, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to do that." Yeah. My job is is to follow up. I've made a hundred thousand calls in my career. Picked up. Five to 10,000 people out of those calls. Uh, they get a weekly email every single week on the same day of the week since 2007, every Wednesday, 12 years straight through all kinds of weird stuff. Never missed a Wednesday. Mm. And it's literally the foundation that keeps me. The percentage of people that use me again is ridiculously high compared to the averages because of this weekly email that's original content that I create every week. So. My clients call me. They know I'm going to go over the top. They know I'm going to make it smooth for them. They know I'm going to handle all the little things that matter. Yeah. Right? Um, they know exactly how these deals are going to go. So I don't know, man. I, I came back in 2008. The start market crashed, but real estate had already crashed. Right. And I started applying, I started applying this relationships over transaction thing. And, uh, you know, I realized everything I needed to succeed about 2007-ish. And it took me six years till 2014 of applying it for 50 hours a week to get to that 100 deals a year. People think this stuff's overnight, man. Like after I realized everything, after I figured it all out, it still took me another six years of the grindiest years of my life to get where I really wanted to be. So imagine somebody new who doesn't realize what's going on that wants to do 100. It's like you don't even know what's going on yet, much less are you know put in even you're not even alive basically in real estate you're you're uh, uh, you're you're still a fetus right now <laughs> i love that. that that is so good guys you should re- rewind that especially everybody who's getting into new business patience people lack so much patience and consistency yeah. and if there's like if people ask me like what's the magic to success it just it comes consistency it's be- perseverance, but like just keep moving. Once I asked my grandfather one time, and my grandfather—well, it's actually my wife's grandfather, but you know my grandfather too—he owns one of the largest orchards on the East Coast. And I asked him his secret of success, and he, he's an older gentleman now, obviously, and he's a wise guy. And he said it literally is just putting one foot in front of the other. It's putting yeah. one foot in front of the other and Don't keep going. So I guess, Ricky, talk to us because as I'm listening to you, man, there's so much in there to unpack. You've <laughs> now started to coach people. What's this coaching all about? And how have you translated what you've learned into this coaching? And you're doing it for free. And I'm curious why you're doing it for free, what, what that is all about for you and your life. And then I would love to get into a little bit of like taking like a, a new agent or an agent that's been in the business a couple of years and the advice you would give to them in this model that you've created. Yeah. So like you said, I wrote two books a couple of years ago. Um, and what happened was, is, uh, I started writing it. What, what what happened was in 2014, I sold 100 properties. And I was like, is this really real? Because I'd already been there before and lost it all. So I was thinking, is this really real? So so 2015, I do it again. And I was like, okay, maybe it is. Let's give it one more year. 2016, to do it again. I think, okay, I think it's real. Okay. So then I was like, you know what? I need to I need to write this. I need to write this. This needs to be a book. So I start writing the book over about I don't know, maybe 8 or 10 months, you know, 
Never wrote a book before. So I'm writing. I'm throwing away. I'm starting over. I'm writing away. I'm throwing. I'm starting over. Over and over and over again. And then every time I started again, it got better and better. And then the last time I got about halfway through it, and then Remax asked me to speak at a at an event in Biloxi, Mississippi. It was 400 agents, and I was the keynote speaker, and I never spoke before. Oh, that's right? awesome! And I and I don't even and I don't even I've never I don't wear a suit ever, so I'm like in this suit, and I'm uh and and like it's eight hours basically, or you know seven hours of speakers. So I'm sitting there just trembling in my seat in the crowd. Nobody knows I'm fixing to get up there and speak, <laughs> except for my wife next to me. And I'm like, shit, this is pretty intimidating. I was kind of sick at the time too. But uh I never said this. My first speech, I uh I had it all memorized and I didn't bring any notes or anything. And yeah. I was like kind of nervous. And my wife was like, You need to write down, make some notes so you can kind of have <laughs> little bullet, bullet points, points to go yeah. by. You're gonna you're gonna bomb. And so like I literally <laughs> took I literally took the the little flyer, the little program they gave us with my name on it as one of the speakers and like wrote notes on the back. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, but anyway, after that speech, all the guys were getting off the stage that were speaking, that had been speaking forever. They just got off, went back in the crowd, nothing happened. When I got off the stage, people rushed me and they were asking questions and mm. they were telling me thanks and they were, it was like this all, this rush of people that it was just so, so, uh, it was a humbling kind of deal. And I was like, wow, you know, like my message is really means something to people. I need to, I need, th- that gave me the, the motivation to finish the book. I was like, I need to finish the book. I need to do this. I need to do that. This is really going to help people. And that was my first aha moment. So I went back, that was October 2016. And then I started finishing the book. I got it done early 2017. Well, when I got done with it, there was all this stuff in my head still. And I was like, oh, my gosh, man, like, I'm not done. So I got to write a second I gave, book. <laughs> I gave the book to the editor to, to do the first one. Yeah. And as soon as I gave it to him, I was like, I forgot all this stuff. You're so I kidding. started writing it. That's crazy. And then, like, by the time, I don't know, it was like three or four weeks, the editor gave me the book back. And by then, I had the second one done because there was just so much stuff piled up in here. That's amazing. And so I basically traded him. I like He gave me the first one, and I gave him the second <laughs> one. I was like, here, go do that one now. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, that's how that happened with two books in one year. It's just I had so much in my brain that I needed to get on paper. And so that's kind of what that happened. And so that led me to starting the coaching program, which I started out charging. Okay. Started out charging. And, you know, like I said, I'm always about advancing and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And uh, I tried everything. I was doing 20 a month, 50 a month, 100 one time, 300 one time, 1,000 one time. I tried all different, you know, kinds of uh, strategies there. I was never going to do the one-on-one coaching where, you know, you pay a thousand for a couple phone calls a month. Oh, that sure. strategy that you can't scale that, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking to influence an industry here, not just help, you know, 50 agents. I want to help millions of agents. So, um, you know, it was, it took me a while of trial and error and really trying to figure it all out. But I woke up one day and I was like, it hit me. I was like, I'm not, I'm not running my coaching business like I'm coaching my agents to run their real estate business. <laughs> I'm contradicting myself because I'm telling them it's all about the relationship, but here I am trying to get every little person that comes to the door to pay me something right now. Hmm. And to me, it, it didn't make sense. It wasn't me. It just didn't make sense. So I thought about it for about a month, for about six weeks. I ran through all the scenarios in my head. 
if I went free, what would happen? Mm-hmm. I was like, if I go free, the floodgates are going to open up. People are just going to going to flock in. Okay, how is that going to help me? Well, it's going to help all my social media start yeah. to blow up. If my social media blows up, then the algorithms are going to pick that up and and spread my message even deeper across all the different platforms. And uh, you know, I mean, if you have an audience that that cares about you as much as you care about them. Then you're you're going you're going places. You're going to make money at some point. So mm. my you know through book sales and speeches and sponsorship deals and affiliate stuff. You know I'm making a little bit of money now, and but it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. And the bottom line of it all is, I'm doing this because I'm on a mission to reduce the failure rate. Yeah, the industry the industry is so backwards because. When you come in as a new agent, you're taught, you know, call for sale owners and expireds or even get internet leads or whatever and get the leads, call them and try to pressure them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to pressure them into signing something, into getting, you know, sign the buyer agency, sign the listing, you know, let us, you know, we got a buyer, you know, if you don't want to do nothing, who do you know? And all this stuff. And it's all designed to figure out what the client can do for the agent. Hmm. And at the and after after eight months, they don't sell anything. They did everything their coach told them to do, but they're not. They have they've sold one or two, but not enough to survive. And they're wondering what I do wrong. I did everything I was supposed to do. They don't realize that all that old school 1980s stuff doesn't work anymore, and it's turning prospects away from them. And so what I'm trying to do is come into the industry and flip that to where we need to start teaching agents how to figure out what the agent can do for the client. You know, instead of trying to figure out what the client can do for the agent, it's like, what can we do for you? Not only now, so but for good. the rest of our life. You know what I'm saying? For the rest of our life. See, closings happen every day. So when I go to a listing appointment or I'm talking to a prospect, I do not care if they want to buy or sell anything today. What I care about is, is do we connect and can I work with you for the rest of your life? I don't care if you do anything today because somebody is going to do something today because closings are happening every day. So Dang, that is fam- such a good vision is where can I work with you for the rest of your life? I mean, think yeah. about that when you're meeting a new prospect. Jeez. <laughs> See, it's like it's like instead of, hey, do you want to buy or sell something, you know, or who do you know? It's like, hey, is there anything in the world I can do for you? And if not, is there an agent you would work with if you were to do something? And if not, I'm sure you're going to do something at some point. Would it be hard if I stayed in touch with your email? And then, boom, they get into my email so database. Yeah, I know. Yep. They're getting weekly emails every single week on the same day of the week forever. And they're like, holy crap, this guy, he's consistent. He's professional. He, he's dependable. He does what he says he's going to do. He's selling stuff. He's knowledgeable. He's, he's on fire. This is my guy. He was nice when I met him. Now he sends me emails every single week on the same day of the week for the rest of my life. Can I please use this guy as my agent? Yeah, that's awesome. How much time do you spend writing those emails, those weekly emails? Just, I'm curious. Just how long does that usually take you? Anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Got it. See, it's not even that. I was just thinking if I'm in the audience right now, oh, I don't have time to write the emails. It's literally an hour. An hour he's spending. Check this out. Like for the listeners, um, you know, the coaching program, zerodiamond.com, there's a free course. And it covers every little part of my business. And one of the lessons is Ricky's weekly email. And there's a video tutorial, me building one. There's, awesome. there, it tells the philosophy behind it. There's examples of my email. 
And also there's a link where you can uh, start with Constant Contacts and they'll give you my exact template that I use every week. Oh, that's awesome. So that you can so that you can use uh, you can use it on your database and start doing the same thing if you want to. So where do you see like for agents that are just getting into the business, right? Or even agents, I mean, what the average agents doing maybe I think less than 11 transactions a year. Like what's the, what's the big pain point? Like what's the advice you would give them? And I know that's a loaded question too, but for everybody listening to this, who is not doing enough transactions, where, what would you tell them today? Hey, focus on this, take action on this item right here and you'll see a huge change. I have a 90-day action plan on the website. Okay. Everything's free, whatever. But th- this, this is literally what I would do for the first week, right? The first week, I would literally call every for sale by owner in my area and try to help them for free. Dude, I love that. <laughs> I heard one, I heard a tip that said, offer to do an open house for the for sale by owner for free. And I thought that was yeah. brilliant. Like, yeah, that's going, pretty good. You know, like I'll, I'll literally do it for you for free. I'll, I'll yeah. you know, show people for you the open house. I'll set it up. I'll, I'll put signs for you to get people. What to I like in. is, is what I like is, is calling them and just and I did this live on my YouTube channel and I got a listing out of it. Oh, that's I amazing. like to just I like I like to just call them and say, hey, you know, how you doing? Tell me about the house, whatever. Look, I want to help you for free. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I want to help you. No, they're like, what do you, why would you do that? I'm like, why wouldn't I do that? You know, and they're like, well, what will you do? You do it, gotta have money. And I'm like, well, you know, if you sell it, you know, if you take my advice and then you end up selling it on your own, great. Maybe you'll buy something with me or maybe you'll refer people to me or whatever, right? And what happens is, is magic. Like, what I like to do is, you know, there's certain areas that will they have companies that will let for sale by owners put it on the MLS. Like there's flatfee.com, there's right. other ones. If you have it, great. If you don't, doesn't matter. You can put it on Zillow. People, sellers aren't using agents for the exposure anymore. They can get exposure yep. to their to their property. What the and, and agents need to understand this. We're not the gatekeeper to exposure anymore. Yep. What we're a gatekeeper of is the hard work that goes behind the transaction. All the showings, dealing with all the buyers, handling the negotiations, dealing with all the lenders and inspections and appraisals. Oh my, you know, like the whole nine yards. And and they don't understand that. They think that we just sign a piece of paper and make a bunch of money. (laughs) So I like to go in there and say, look, I wanna help you for free. I wanna make sure you're on MLS yourself. I wanna make sure you got professional pictures, great remarks. You know, I want to help you with the price. And look, you can trust me on the price thing because I'm not trying to list it. I'm trying to help you. I'm giving you honest advice here that I would tell my mom. So I really try to help them. And uh, what happens is if they sell it their own, on their own, they'll buy from you. Yep. If if they don't sell it, they list it, who are they going to list it with? <laughs> exactly. You, right? <clears throat> so that's the magic of it. Um I had, but I, the lady that I the lady that I listed, she uh, she had been li- uh, trying to sell it for a while. Her pictures were sideways, like literally sideways, <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. And um, she basically just gave it to me. You know, I went and met with her, and boom, she kind of she gave me the listing. I mean, that she didn't even bring up the free thing. But the free thing is not I'm listing it for free. People get this mi- mixed up. I'm giving advice for free. See, it's the same thing with the free coaching. You know, there's all these coaches out there trying to charge agents, you know, all this weird stuff. And 
I'm saying, look, I'll tell you everything I do to sell 100 properties a year for free. Well, now they let their guard down just long enough to see if I'm legit. Right. And then it's up to me to actually be legit. And then if I am, now we'll have a friend forever. Same thing with the for sale owner for free thing. If you say, hey, I want to help you for free, and then it lets their guard down for a second. This isn't your ordinary agent. And then they get to know me for a second. And then if they realize, oh, this person is legit, I got a friend forever. Now we're going to do business. Now, if they sell it and never call you again, how any, how, how any, that's no, no different from a, a Zillow lead that you showed, you know, 20 properties to that didn't call you back anymore or, uh, you know, an expired that said they were going to list it with you and then it showed up on MLS with another agent three days later. I mean, it's no, <laughs> those things are going to happen. And that brings me to my next point. Losing deals are the greatest thing that could ever happen to you because you get future time back. I could talk about what you learned from the deal, but that's pretty cliche. Mm. It's the future time that's so interesting that you get back that you don't have to spend on that deal anymore, that you can go get five more deals if you don't sit around sulking about the deal that got away that you had no control wow. of in the first place. Dude, you are a freaking rock star. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, holy crap. Guys, I mean, you guys got to listen to this podcast again and again. I mean, I can't tell you. It's it's amazing to hear you. I'm on the marketing side, right? And Josh and I, we're on the marketing side, and we're creating products that agents are using. And, you know, as we've worked with agents over the years, and, and I even think, and I mention my brother all the time on this podcast, like his goal this year is to do 165 transactions. Last year, he did 78 He's hoping to do 165. It's his third year in the business. And, you know, everything that you're saying is like, as you're saying this, focus on relationships, giving value, this not being too salesy, delivering content that's valuable, all this stuff. It's been so true in our journey and how I've watched agents be successful. And it's amazing how many agents, when they hear this, they can't get off the hamster wheel of needing that commission check so bad that yeah. they're going to stop listening to this podcast right now and they're going to go right back to where's my next deal, where's my next deal, and trying to pressure somebody in because they need that commission check so bad. And I just, my plea to everybody listening to this is, guys, what he just went over, I mean, I can vouch for it 120%. I've seen it work in agents' lives. You have an example right here on the podcast telling you about it. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. Check this out, man. I was talking to some agents today in Staten Island, up in New York, and uh, and and they they were they were trying to rip me apart about this free thing, right? I was they just about saying, to say that. I'm thinking, how many yeah, people are yeah. cringing right now? When yeah, when they, they were hear they were that. ripping me apart. But all you're doing is giving advice to create a relationship. Like you're not, <laughs> you haven't lost anything. You have only. It's something amazing to gain how that here. that triggers something in, in a lot of agents when you talk about that free giving something for free, but. I well, know, because man. they think they think you're, it doesn't have value. They think it correlates to your devaluing yourself, which is not. Well, here's the thing I would tell people. And this is what I, this is why you and I think, you know, we don't know each other. Right. We just literally met. But your philosophy in business is my exact philosophy. It is if you focus on the relationship. Long term, the money you will make, I think statistically is proven out. The money you will make will far outweigh focusing on the transaction. Well, well the, guy, the, guy up in, the guy up in Staten Island, he one of the one of the guys said, uh, he said, you know, I can't do nothing for free. I, I got to get in there. I'm going for the appointment to get the listing. And I said, OK, man, I said, that's cool. 
you're going after the slice and I'm going after the whole pie. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep. Because you're that's going the after difference. you're going after a slice right. to try to get a bite to eat right now this second mm-hmm. and I'm about to eat the whole pie tomorrow. <laughs> and think about this the and then average, I'm going to build a bakery. Yeah, you're going to freaking build a pizza <laughs> hut. Now, the the average person knows five people annually. They're connected to five people annually who are moving, who are buying or selling. It, Every single relationship that you create, a real relationship that you connect with people, is worth five, 10 to 20 deals to you over the life of your career. Through repeat business, referrals, and referrals of referrals. And if you think about the referrals of referrals, who then turn into 10 to 20 deals to you because you treated them just as well, now you really got to look at everybody like they're about 100 deals to you over the life of your career and people are just throwing the throwing leads away and they're they're not motivated so we're not talking to them anymore and they're not understanding that each person is worth potentially 100 deals if you really go deep how do you go deep you go deep by two questions one is there an agent you're going to work with because their mom might be an agent right and the second one is why are you buying or selling did your mom die? Did your kids go to college? Did you get a new job? Did you lose a job? Are you relocating? What's the bigger? There, there's not like, I just want to buy or sell a house for fun. <laughs> they're doing it because they're, something's going on bigger in their life. And when you as the agent um, focus on that and make that the key focus of the entire transaction, then they they'll that's it you've got them i mean they're they're i mean it's not just focusing on it it's actually caring about it really right and there's like, a big really difference trying to there. help this person there's a big difference the struggle is and i face this in my own life the struggle is is trying to systematize and automate relationships which this is not saying you don't build automations and processes in your business to make you efficient and scalable you of course need to do that but you have to walk that fine line of building a relationship means it has to be authentic and you truly have to want a relationship with people. You truly have to want to get to know people. And I always give people the, you know, example of think about your wife. If you if you're married, think about your husband or your friends and how would you treat them? How would you talk to them? One of the tips I give my sales guys when they're starting out on the phone. So we have callers that make 150, 200 calls a day. And, you know, when they're really struggling, I tell them, I literally go up to them and say, hey, if you created this in your basement, if this was your product, your company, you created it in your basement, and you were going to sell it to your mom, how would you sell it? Like, how would you share it with your mom? And then they give this whole different pitch and spiel than what they just did on the phone. And I go, so why aren't you, why aren't you doing that? on the phone like why aren't you using that same heart that same passion and say so these you have to treat people like they're your family because then if people are feel like they can trust you then they'll do business with you so i love you know what it a man. Great, you know what a great ex- exercise is for agents when next time they're talking to their mom their brother their best friend they need to they need to take note Take a you know take a screenshot of their of their mindset during that moment when they're talking to their their family or best friend and they need to they need, when they're talking just kind of in the back of your mind realize how comfortable yes. most people are how comfortable you are how comfortable they are the tone of your voice the speed of your voice exactly how you you feel in that moment and take serious note of that moment. And then, and then you're, from there on, your, your entire goal with phone calls and communicating with your clients is to duplicate that exact feeling 
with your clients. And, and you're not going to, it's not going to happen overnight, but if you can just little by little start trying to master talking to everybody like they're a family member, if you see me making live calls, there's, there's tens of videos, uh, of me making live calls, um, on YouTube. And, uh, you'll see these, I've never talked to most of these people ever. And it's like, you know, hey man, how's it going? Kind of deal. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're super receptive because when you have that, when you get that feeling like you're talking to a family member, you know, it changes the game. So I encourage everybody listening to, to, to try that and to try to use it, uh, in your business moving forward. It'll, it'll be, if you're looking for like a magic, you know, secret, that's, that's definitely one of my big, uh, weapons. No, 100%. I couldn't agree more with you, man. I could not agree more. And then understand also for everybody listening to this, you're not going to attract everybody. That was something I had to learn. I don't know if you find the same, Ricky, that you're not going to you're not going to connect with everybody. No, and that's dude, okay. Dude. It's everybody okay. loves me. Nobody. <laughs> No one hates this guy. How could you hate this guy? He, I'm seeing him in HD. So, guys, you got to go check out the YouTube, youtube.com slash Reminder Media to watch Ricky in HD. His camera's HD. He got it that mode. But here, here's the thing, meaning like you're going to attract your tribe of people. Your yeah. vibe of people. And that's important. Like, meaning, like, don't get discouraged. Not everybody is going to work with you. And that's okay as long as you stay consistent to who, what your values are, what you want. And not, there's always that fine balance of, you know, you can't do bad business. Like, you can't be poor at servicing people. Well, then you're not going to attract anybody. But as you're prospecting and you face rejection, just continue talking to people like they're your family member because you're going to find people who connect and they're going to become advocates. We call them advocates of your business. They're going to become loyal to you. They're going to become advocates of your business. So I love it, man. All right. So I got a, I got a question for you that we ask pretty much everybody who comes on. Everybody out there listening to this is, we're all on the same hunt. Like, what's the secret? What's the step-by-step formula to drive to over 100 transactions a year? And, you know, there's no magic formula. We all know that. But I'm curious for you in your life, Ricky, like, what has been the routines that you've implemented to drive success both personally and professionally? I think uh, I think there is some magic secrets out there. I think... Um I think keeping things really extremely simple, I think we tend to overcomplicate and overthink everything. Keep it really simple. It's all about just talking to people, making them feel comfortable, right? And I think the biggest thing with people fearing the phone and not wanting to, you know, and they're scared of this or that, you should be super confident in who you are and what you're there for. You know, like if you, if you're a brand new agent, you don't have a lot of experience, um, you have you actually have a leg up on a lot of experienced agents because you have time, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I'm talking to somebody and I'm a new agent, I'm saying, look, Mr. Seller, you want me because I'm new because I'm going to work on your deal for eight hours a day. And that's the agent point. that's doing a hunt, you know, I, I want you to call right now while I'm in front of you. I want you to call Ricky and ask him where your deal is going to be on his priority list, Mr. 100 deals a year. Mm. Right. Um, You will. He could probably say yours is a priority, but he can't say it's going to be the number one priority. Right. Um, But having confidence in who you are, that you're there to help people. Whereas if someone if someone gets mad or hangs up on you or rejects you or doesn't like you or whatever, it's like that's their loss. Because, look, 
I'm here to help you. Love it. If you if you don't if you don't see that, if you don't if you don't realize it, if you don't believe me, then good luck to you. I'm sorry it didn't work out, but there's going to be people that do love me because I love people and you're going to attract who you are, right? So having like who you are if you really care should give you the confidence to overcome any kind of rejection, any kind of, you know, negativity because you're there to help. You know, when, when somebody answers the phone and I'm like, hey, this is Ricky Cruz, remakes of Orange Beach, like, I'm not selling my house. I'm like, good. You know, great. I'm not calling you to try to get you to yeah, sell your I didn't house. I expect you to. Yeah, like, I'm not calling you for that, by the way. I'm calling you. I don't want to know what I can't do for you. I want to know what I can do to help you. And so when they come at me, I'm going to give it right back at them. And you'll even see on some of my live calls, I hang up on people before they hang up on me. Yeah. It's like, I can see where this is going and I don't have time for this. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Oh, that's because hilarious. At the end of the day, it's unlimited. I mean, you can't call them all. You can't help everybody. There's yep. more than you can ever handle forever. So uh, what was the question, bro? No, man. I mean, I think you hit you hit some nails right there when you were talking about just your mindset of being and helping people. But ultimately, yeah, is what are what other routines? Is there anything you personally well, like, do? Well, like, yeah, the routines. Like at the end of the day, that's all fine and dandy if you love people and you help, you care about people. But that doesn't matter if you're not talking to enough people. Yes, right. It's 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 see that this is where this is where people really get sideways. They get a couple of clients who like them and they just start focusing and trying to convert those few clients. Right. When that should probably take up, you know, point zero zero one percent of your time. Meanwhile, you're you're trying to find more people to help. See, when you when you slow down the growth of your prospecting or your lead uh, generation or whatever you're doing to attract business, to try to convert people that may or may not convert, you're putting yourself in a super dangerous position because they may or may not convert, A, and B, you're taking that time away from helping more people that may convert. You know, you're whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to several other things. Yeah. And you really gotta you really gotta understand this whole time situation because time we all have the same amount of hours in a day. Mm-hmm. And if you're not utilizing the time, the way it needs to be, people are doing things that don't matter, like fixing their websites, working on business cards, doing a social media ad, like all these things don't matter. <laughs> I love like it. they matter. Listen, they matter, but they matter after. Yes, you do. You, 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 they matter after you've done your three hours of follow up or, or yes. cold calling or or, oh, or so or, good, man. You know, like. Like it, like that stuff matters after people are putting that ahead of the calls and then they end up doing that all day and never get to the calls or maybe they never even have the call scheduled because they're just yep. not going to make calls. Yep. You know, and those are the people that end up having to get out of the business. But if the, if I can get inside their head and I can say, listen, it is it's not what you think. We're not trying to put people in awkward situations. We're calling to see if there's anything in the world we can do to help them. That's it. And like we focused on that answer to that question. And, you know, it's like a yay or nay thing, you know, like you do have an agent you would work with. If you were to do something cool, let's stay in touch. Like, how hard is that, man? Pretend like this is your mom, dad, brother, cousin. But the problem, like I say, we're not doing it enough. Like if we're a good person, here's the thing. There's an unlimited amount of loyal clients for every single agent. Listen to that again. 
unlimited amount of loyal clients that will never use another agent ever in their life out there for every every single agent unlimited. The problem is that the agent hasn't got out there and found those people. Yep. Right? It's like a needle in a haystack. There's, you know, one, you know, one in, you know, one in 50 people, you know, are, are you know, or one in 30 or one in 50 or one in 100, depending on you and how well you communicate, are, is going to be that unlimited, that is going to be that loyal client forever. And you want to stop when you get to 200 people when you have four four loyal clients when if you'd have just kept going, you could get that up to 100 loyal clients, 200 loyal clients, 300 loyal clients, 500 loyal clients. And then you got a business. Now we can be number one. You know, now we can sell 100 properties a year. But, you know, we quit, we quit trying to get our message out there. Dude, I love it, man. I just want you to keep going. I mean, there's so much in there to unpack, but I really think you are hitting a real core differentiator for people to understand. You see two types of people, you, or at least this is what I've seen. In sales, you see the aggressive, you know, they call, they're pushing, they're, they're, they're setting appointments, they're all about the appointment, they're all about the close. And then you see the people who are all about the value. It's like, I just, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to set any appointments. I just want to get value out there. And it's all just about this fluffy value. <laughs> The people who can get both together where I'm hustling, I'm calling, I'm calling, I'm calling to give value are the winners. They're the winners in every business. And that's what you are bringing together. I mean, that right there is amazing, man. It's I love how you said it. I'm going to butcher it. But you said it. it's like you can be the one who wants to give value. But if you're not talking to anybody that you can give value to, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I love that, dude. All right. So my final question for you, and this one gets a little deep. But knowing what you know now, man, what would you go back and tell your younger self? What advice would you give your younger self? Yeah, I've been asked this before. Um, I think that uh, I literally, I literally think that I would not change anything. To be honest with you, mm. um, you know, as far as like, what would I tell my younger self so that I could crush it and like be further along to where I am? I really don't want to be any further along than I am. Like the the amount of the result, the amount of the results or the the success is really just a non-issue. It just really doesn't matter. Like it's it's the grind that I'm in love with, like the everyday hustle of it all. <clears throat> um, I mean, the reason I got into coaching in the first place because basically I got bored with real estate. <laughs> Like I, like I, you didn't have enough to do with five listings, another one on board, right. three deals. Seriously, closing. like, like, <laughs> like, but because, like, how do I deal a hundred deals a year? Because when I get a listing or get something under contract, I don't worry about it anymore. Mm. Like, I may do things. I may I go to every inspection, every showing, every listing appointment, every closing. I go to all those, and I do all the things. But in my mind, I'm not thinking about it. So nothing up. There's nothing filling my brain up. Because all that stuff's just automatic and easy. I just go there and I, you know, help people. And, like, that's just nothing's, like, challenging me. Nothing's filling it up. So I had to put something in there. Like, this coaching thing, like, this has been a real challenge here. This is this has been a real bear. But uh, but to be honest with you, I guess if I had to, if I had to go back uh, <clears throat> and, tell, and tell my younger self anything... Like I said, I wouldn't want to change it because here, here's why I'm where, here's why I'm where I'm at. Here's why I'm a value player and a closer because I started out my first half of my career being a closer. Yeah, 
And now the second half of my career, I'm a value guy, but I've already went through the close this this years of closing, being a closer, and I'm and I've kind of combined it. Like it's 95% low pressure, 5% high pressure. You just got to know when to use that 5%. You got to pick it up. You got to know you want to use the 5% after you've connected. Mm. People are trying to be high pressure before they connect. No, we got to we got to we got to connect first. That's a golden nugget right there. Yep. Once you connect, once you connect and then you spot the opportunity, now it's time to say, you know, I think it's time we put it on the market. I think we need to make an offer. What do you want to do? Let's do it next week. You know, it's time to close when it's time to close, but people are trying to close in the first conversation. It's like, hey, Mr. Seller, you don't know me, but will you tell me everything about your financial future and what you're planning on doing? And by the way, give me all your friends and family's phone numbers so I can call them too. I mean, you don't know me. You know, I could be some scam artist or something, but hey, you know, why don't you just give me everything and tell me everything about yourself so that now, you know, it's it's just... It's so 1980s. It's not even funny. And dude, I, I think I would. T- I think I would tell my younger self though about the relationships. That it's relationships over transactions. Do not value the transaction at all. Value the people. Hmm. Um, I also would have told my younger self one. One thing I do wish I didn't do was buy so much property and and, and borrow so much money before the market crashed. Um, that's one thing I kind of wish I didn't do, but I'm fine with it. Um, definitely learned that lesson. And now, I mean, dude, I got, I got so much property, um, now, and it's all set up ready for a crash, you know, this time that, uh, but yeah, yeah. No, I love that, man. I I love that. There's so much again, just to unpack there. I thought one of the things you said (laughs) was so amazing, is and I, and I frame it up always to my sales guys that your best friend is going to tell you like it is. Your mom is going to tell you not to wear that shirt. Your brother is going to call you that tell you you look like a dork because they have the connection and relationship with you where they truly care about you and they don't want you to go out in that shirt that makes you look like a dork. And I, I grew yeah, up in a, a family yeah. of eight kids, so I guess it was just my siblings calling me a dork. But the point being hey. is that that thing you said, man, is when knowing to use that 5% pressure Telling someone, hey, that shirt makes you look like a, like that's a bad haircut. That's what your best friend's going to tell you because it's your yeah. best friend. They have the relationship yeah. with you. You trust them. And that's what it's about. I love that, man. Dude, look, before, before we go, because now we're <clears throat> fixing to go here, I want to share something with you guys and with your audience that I haven't said on anything. It's something I kind of have come up with here really recently that's really valuable. Awesome. Um, this is This is first time content here this is original stuff right yes. exclusive i have this i have this new law of five nice i'm gonna okay. write this down <clears throat> the law of five is this and i took a little bit from something i heard at the remax convention and i mix it up with with a lot of the stuff i already already do but when you lose a deal you give yourself five minutes to sulk about it, literally start a timer and you have five minutes to think about it. And then once that timer's done, you're done thinking about that lost deal. Now it's time to go get five more deals with all the future time you just got back, right? <laughs> okay. I love now, that. Now, That's some now, Tony Robbins now, stuff right there. Right. But we're not done. You also take five minutes a day. Okay. Have you read the slight edge or the compound effect? No. No. 
Okay, you guys are, are cavemen. Listen to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, you need to read these books yeah. because it talks about the little things every day that add up so huge. If you eat a hamburger today, you're not going to look a beast tomorrow. But if you eat a hamburger for 20 years, you're going to look like the 600 pound life, right? Yes, yeah, sure. If if you if you eat a piece of chicken every day, tomorrow you're not going to be fit. But if you do it for 20 years, you're going to be ripped, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing. Five minutes a day. If you can take five minutes and call one past client. Just one past client a God, day, speaking to my heart five right minutes, here. that's going to add up to, let's just say, 350 past client calls yep. that you wouldn't have made if you didn't take that five minutes a day. Say 350 that you touched. Because you don't, like, I don't have time to call class clients. I have thousands of them. But if I can take five minutes a day and just talk to one a day, that's going to add up to be so huge over time that I'm touching these people. You can use this five minutes for anything. It can be to make two phone, two cold calls, you know, you know, like I'm going to try to dial two cold calls in this little five minute period. And like you make two phone calls in that five minute period, 300 of them, that's 600 extra calls in a year. Maybe you talk to 40 of these people and maybe you pick up 12 new clients. Okay. And maybe you do four, four more deals that year. But what's more interesting is those 12 new clients now turned into 10 to 20 deals to you over the life of your career. Yes. You just did an extra like three or 400 deals over the life of your career just using five minutes a day. Boom. Right? There, that is awesome. Also, you got the 95% low pressure, 5% high pressure. There's that five again. Yep. You just got to know where to use that five. You know what I mean? So I'm going to come up with some really good content around this law of five I've been That's working awesome. on and put it out there. Dude, that is that is so good. And it, again, like our thing is we tell we tell our clients, like when we're signing them up, we if you want this to work for you, our program to work for you, when you're sending this piece of content to your clients, you have to pick up the phone and call them once they receive it because it's going to enable you to have a conversation with them. It's going to enable you to start and, and rebuild if you haven't connected in a while the relationship. You have to make the phone calls. And literally, your lull of five, call people for five minutes a day. Just take five minutes and call one person. I mean, that is it, man, because you just have That's 50 it. relationships. Average person knows five people who are moving. That's 250 leads right there. Not done deals. 250 leads. If you convert 10% of those, that's 25 transactions. 3% of realtors do 25 transactions a year. 3%. You can be in the top 3% by 50 people if you just do the work. Oh, it's amazing. Dude, it's been amazing yeah. having you on. Yeah, thank uh, you so much for being here, Ricky. Thanks for sharing that. Before we close, uh, let people know where they can follow you, what your website is. I know you've got a podcast. you got YouTube. Um, I guess the easiest thing, uh, one central location is zerodiamond.com. That's the free coaching site. You can go there, start a free account if you're a real estate agent. Also, there's links there that go to my podcast and YouTube and Instagram. I answer every single Instagram DM myself personally. So if you guys have questions, that's the very best place to hit me up. Um, and, and I literally am here to help the industry grow and move in a positive direction moving forward. So don't be scared if somebody's listening to reach out to me. Don't don't freak out if I answer you because it's going to happen. <laughs> and um, just let me know what I can do to help you because that's what I want to do. Um, so there it is, man. My YouTube is on fire. I'm up to sixteen thousand, over sixteen thousand right now, that's growing. Amazing. Uh, 
the coaching program is growing by about 60 or 70 agents a day. Wow. I've had a couple of days where it was over 100 a day. So, uh, you know, just growing really fast and just wanting to help people and just see how far I can take all this. So I appreciate you guys having me on. This means yeah. a lot. No, nah, yeah. man, it's Great, amazing. Man. Thank, Thank you so you. much for being here. And thank you for listening. If you like what you heard today on Stay Paid, please go on iTunes, give it a five-star rating, make sure to leave a comment. You can also find this podcast and video on youtube.com slash remindermedia. And please make sure to tell someone else about the podcast today. It really helps us spread the word. If you'd like to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or find us on Instagram or LinkedIn. And of course, you can check out Reminder Media on social media. We are at Reminder Media. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. And man, where do I start? I mean, there are so many action items. I dare I you. Could, I mean, I seriously. I dare you to find one. So many action items that I could give to people. You guys know, look, the purpose of Stay Paid is to give you actionable, tangible tips that you can literally apply to your business right after listening to this podcast. And there are so many on this podcast, but one of the most powerful ones that I heard today is that if you're all about value, it doesn't matter if you're not talking to people. Mm. And I would challenge That's each yeah. and every one of you, how many transactions did you do last year? Give them a call this week. Give them a call. Just check in. See how they're doing. See if there's anything that you can give a value to them. They've been in the house now for a while. Touch base with them because I guarantee you a lot of you are convicted right now because you haven't touched base with the clients you sold six months ago. And so give them a call. Talk to them and watch. Don't just call asking for referrals. Call to give them value. See how, how they're doing, what you can offer to them. If they're doing any upgrades to the house, if you can connect them with a contractor or a plumber, whatever it is, give them some value and then watch how that just the reciprocity effect takes hold where because you're doing something nice for them, they're going to want to reciprocate it to you and that's going to bring you the referrals. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer, the difference between zero producers and diamond producers oh. is diamond producers take action. So take action on that today.